You're listening to the Flow Theory Podcast. Ladies and gents, please give a warm welcome to the Flow Theory Podcast. A Virginia Cavalier football legend, Hasis Dubois. How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for coming on the show, man. No problem. I get the invite. Yeah. Um, Hasis, one thing I talk to all the players that come on the podcast about, I like talking to them about their moments of flow and being in the zone. Why don't you uh, vividly describe your moments of being in the zone for me? Um, honestly, when I'm in the flow and in the zone, it's just like, it's just tunnel vision. Basically just me seeing the quarterback, the ball, and the end zone. And it's just like, while I'm in that zone, it's, it's really hard for anybody to get me out of that zone. And as long as Price keeps trusting me and any quarterback I don't play with trusts that, I just feel as though when I'm in that zone, it's very, it's very hard to to stop the pass or just me being the minutes I am that I want to feel. Talk to me about the uh, Virginia Tech game, Hasis. First win over Virginia Tech in 15 years. Just an incredible atmosphere at Scott Stadium. Uh, something that all Virginia fans will never forget, man. Uh, talk to me about that game. And not only that, more specifically, the stiff arm that you gave to Armani Chapman, dude. That was absolutely epic. A grown man move. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. Uh, that atmosphere, the feeling and everything is just surreal, honestly. Um, like you said, we ended up being uh, that school down the road and, 15 years, and I mean, we came close plenty of times, but we never uh, pulled it out, and this year, we just made a key aspect in our, our game plan and our goals of the year that whatever we do, we're going to be tech. And I mean, it wasn't an easy game. We It was a hard for game all the way down to the end, but came out on top. I felt as though we prepared better, and we were more ready for that moment. And uh, as far as the, the stiff arm, um, honestly, it just was because usually, as I'm running, I usually try to just like to stay far away from the defender so he can't touch me. But in that in that specific time, I just was like, I, I just got to, he's right next to me, so I just got to do something to get him off. And he just kept coming back like a like a little, little, little nagging net. And I just kept having to let him know that he wasn't going to bring me down by himself. And his other, and him and his partner didn't, so it's about three of them to get me down. So I just uh, had that, that momentum in me and all that motivation that we were not going to lose take that uh, this game. Dude, that was such an iconic moment. I mean, just it, it was a pivotal play in that game, but it, it's it'll go down as an iconic moment in uh, Virginia football history, man. There's no question. You put your stamp in Virginia football history with with that moment, man. I mean, I want to hear like what were you, what was going through you guys' head when Bryce Perkins broke those two runs for uh, TDs? Because I knew before that game, everyone was asking me, "Are you nervous?" I was like, "I'm not nervous at all. We got the best player in the game, Bryce Perkins, baby." Honestly, our, that was our main goal. Our main goal was to start off fast because, um, like probably like twelve games in a row, Tech hadn't let anyone score on the first two drives of the game. And I mean, we came out, attacked them, punched them right in the mouth, and Bryce just happened to take off for those uh, two long touchdown runs, and that that basically sparked the momentum and. Defense stepped up, and then we just finished it the offense. Talk to me about the catch in the Florida game, Hasis. That's truly – I've been watching Virginia football since I was like seven years old. I'm 36 now. That was one of the best catches 
I have ever seen in my life as a Virginia football fan. Talk to me about that catch in the back of the end zone against Florida, dude. That was absolutely epic. Um, honestly, it was just a scramble drill because I know my coach, uh, Coach Marcus Higgins, he told us before the play we even started. We were on the sideline. He was like, do not fall asleep. You can get ready for scramble drill. And that's exactly what happened. Bryce got flushed uh, out to the right. So I, I just tried my best to stay in his vision, and uh, I was just trying to lure the DB into me so he couldn't turn around and see the ball coming. And like we said in the, um, in the interview at, after the game, those plays right there, when it's a jump ball in my direction, those are like 90-10. That's a 90% chance. I'm going to catch it. It's a 10% chance. No one's going to catch it. And I mean, it came out in that in that, uh, in that that race. I just I just take pride in that when the ball's in the air, I attack it. But that catch probably, either that catch or my Duke catch probably was my favorite catch of the year. Yeah. I see. You're such a good contested catch receiver. You were the only receiver in the country to be targeted a hundred times without a drop. What exactly like, do you think like in your game, like what have you worked on over the years to make you such a good contested catch receiver? Or is it just like a natural instinct thing for you? Um, honestly, it's like a natural instinct thing for me. Uh, I'm, I'm a big body guy. And like, usually when the ball's in the air, I, what I would do is cause usually the DB is smaller than me. I would just box him out with my body and got strong hands and I mean I just take pride in like make sure my arms are strong my hands are strong so regardless of the, the DB comes down the DB try to hit my arm knock the ball out it's just strong firm hands on every catch yeah dude that, that catch was absolutely unreal talk to me about the catch that you made in the side of the end zone against Notre Dame man that was another epic catch that you made this year oh uh, okay cool uh, so uh, that was uh, we were going into halftime and we were driving down the field. We were like, if we can go into the uh, halftime up, that'll build us a good momentum coming out of the half. And, I mean, Bryce, he just is putting the ball where it needs to be all game. And, like I said, those jump balls in my, in, in my favor, usually 90%, 90% and 10% I don't catch it. And Bryce put it there. I went up the ladder, grabbed it, and brought it down. And that just created a big, a big boost for us going into the halftime. And it just helped. It helped us along that game. Even though we didn't play, we played. We played our hearts out, and just Bryce putting the ball where he needed to be. We attacking the ball. The rest of us attacking the ball. It just played out in Notre Dame's favor, but we played our hardest. Let's get back to the Virginia Tech game. Talk to me about the feeling uh, for all you guys on the field after the game with all with all the fans storming the field. I mean, that was absolutely nuts. Like for me in the stands, like. When when you were we recovered the fumble, like I thought it was a safety, and it was funny because I thought it was a safety. We all started celebrating, and then we looked up at the scoreboard. I was like, "We're up by nine points." You know, I was like, "We must have recovered the ball." It was so wild. Um, honestly, that that situation right there probably was that's probably the loudest I ever heard Scott Stadium in my four years there, and it was it was for a good reason. Basically, that that play was pivotal to us winning the game, and I mean, hats off to those defensive players who, who caused it, who was even in the game at that time. And I mean, it was just it was just a great surreal moment, and uh, that's going to be marked down as probably one of the best plays in UVA history, just because that play led to us being uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, Mandy Alonso and Eli Handback, dude, forever, yep. forever cemented in Cavalier lore, man. Uh, I, t- I tell you what, man, that, that win, I, I can't tell you how much that win 
meant to me, the whole Virginia fan base. And I mean, you guys got to experience it after all the fans stormed the field. I stayed up in the stands because I didn't, I didn't want to get hurt because it was it yeah. was mobbed <laughs> down there, man. Yeah, and it happened quick too. Soon, soon the clock and Jerry Peter, it was almost filled already. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time, Hasis. Um, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on my podcast, my man. And uh, I know that sometime you're you're going to get picked up in the pros eventually, man. You just got to stick with it. Be patient, man, because uh, I think that all Virginia fans and anyone that's followed your game, you know, knows that uh, you're one of the best contested catch receivers in college football, and eventually you're going to get a shot somewhere. Yes, sir. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Waiting, standing, staying ready. And as soon as that call comes, I'll take the, uh, the most advantage of it and give my all. Can't let, it, can't let me not being dressed or everything like ruin the fact just take that shot that I got and run with it basically and just uh, continue writing my story absolutely thanks a lot Cecil. really appreciate my man wahoo wah thank you very much wahoo wah I appreciate the invite see you my man to the flow theory podcast you can listen to our podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify and tune in